Today's daf we learn is daf chet, and in yesterday's shir we ended with a mishnah, which seems to be a bit of a pattern lately. And the Gemara, if you remember, the mishnah was discussing parts of a tree for which different isurim apply to it. Obviously, the focus is orla, but we mentioned kelei kerem, we mentioned avodazari, we mentioned nazir, revai, etc. So the Gemara now talks about the first halim v'alulavim, and we said these are the leaves and the shoots. That when regarding those things, we said because they're not a pre, they're not, um, therefore, we said it was mutar ba'orla, ravai, and for nazir as well. I mean, a nazir can have the shoot or le- the vine leaves, and it's not considered being uh, over, over over the issue of having great products from a grape tree. So the Gemara now says, Manit and that doesn't seem to like, like shit of Rebeliezer, specifically this point by nazir. I, uh, and then it's it just take it last a little bit because the uh, sorry the God takes it when it says he understands it also includes a lulavim. So you see that Rebbe Liezer has a much broader definition of the issue that applies to a nazir, not just the pips, peels, and the and the grape itself, but also these lulavim and alim as well. So let's continue. So if you recall, we said in our Mishnah, when it came to Rabbi Yossi added, said, no, smadar is asu because it's a pre. Smadar was this, uh, the very, very early stage in development of the grape after the, the, like the petals fall off the flower, the blossom, I should say. Um, and we initially said that the smadar is one of the things, is mutar ba'orla, rabai and nazir, and Rabbi Yossi says the smadar is asur. Now the assumption is, when he says pre, the assumption that the Gemara is making is it is talking about Nazir alone, okay? Much like Rebbe Le'ezer. The Rebbe Le'ezer has a much broader definition of what's Asur by Nazir. So Gemara says, Bakasha, im Asur by Nazir, if it's Asur by Nazir, why are you telling us pre? Meaning if it's a special Rebbe by Nazir, why do you have to bring the rationale for pre? And if you're saying because it's a pre, then it should, there shouldn't be, his opinion shouldn't be exclusively to a Nazir, it should be all these Yisurim as well. Im a pre, Asur Bakol. So we say, Indeed, that's the case. You've misunderstood the Mishnah, meaning it's not the Rebbe, uh, the Rebbe Yossi is arguing with the Nazir. He's arguing with all cases. Esmadu would be Asur, not just with Nazir, but also Orla as well. And let's continue. If you recall, at the end of the Mishnah, we talk about the fact, can someone take a branch with all these Kafniot, these very immature um, tamarim and graft it onto another tree? And we said that one cannot do so. It's a concern that someone might start eating these smadars. These Oh, well, actually, kafniot, the slip of the tongue was important then, because kafniot, by tamarim, is expected the same things as smadar and agefen. So who's the Tana says I'm, we need to apply gzer in the case of these very immature, early-forming um, dates? Ah, it must be Rebiosi. So we've just learned through Shira Rebiosi, because he calls those small, very underdeveloped things already a pre, that means the statement in the end of the mission is not the divra call. That gzer is really according to Rebiosi out of concern of these, that someone ate these these very these kafniot, these very small immature thing uh, um, dates, which he defines as being a pre, just like he defines a smutter as being a pre. Okay, next case is now Ravai. Tani pre pre atapoder atapoder lo boser pagim. Okay, so when it comes to Ravai, we understand that um, that it's uh, the pre the din is on the pre that you put it, and not these pagim, these very um, these again these immature uh, in, in, in immature stages. Um, just uh, <clears throat> fine. Now, important point on this is what happens. However, Horeb's Rebbe's vida the ilin pagi tmat timra. If you talk about these pagim, these very these sort of immature ones, that if they um, if that's what you should do, that um, that if say they fall off a tree, 
So you're not going to mature any longer. If you're not allowed to put it, what do you do? Shikravu, that you've got, you've got to bury it. So Rabbi Yonah says, So he says as follows. He says, okay, when the Torah says, when it comes to Netaravai, you've got to put it a pre, that just means lechatchila. However, Bidyevad, if you be potter, it's padui. So therefore, if you've got these pagim that have fallen off and they can't develop any further, that status, that itself is a case of Bidyevad. So clearly it'd be better to be potter. Why would you then say then you should bury it? So in other words, it's not just after the fact, even if the situation is one of Bidyevad, you'd also be able to potter because again, these pagim aren't going to develop any longer. So when it says you should be potter pre and not pagim, that's when they're still on the, say, they're on the tree and meaning you shouldn't pick them early. You should wait till they develop and then be potter them. But if they say fallen off the tree already, that situation's already Bidyevad, so there'd be no problem. It's better, preferable to potter than just bury it and waste it entirely. Next case. Amr Yoshua, Shamati. Now, this is a case of the sap, if you recall. We said the sap, we discussed, there was a debate whether the sap of a tree is considered the pre or not. And Rabbi Yossi himself was machalic. He said, when it comes to the tree, it is not a pre. However, the sap that might come from the pre itself, well, that is Asu Mishum Ola. So we ask as follows. So Rabbada said, the Rabbi Yossi Bishem Rabbi Yochanan and, and Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Yoshua that says, Shnehem, um, so Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Shimon Shnehem Amru Davarechan. So just Rabbada, in other words, I'll get the reading right. Rabbada and Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, uh, sorry, said in the name that, that Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan said, the Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yeshua and Amishnah say the same thing. Now, what is it, what exactly do Rabbi Shimon say? It says, Taman Tanina, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Ein lektaf shvi'it mimnesh pri. So ketaf is like the sap, balsam, I think the translation is. So he says, on Shemitah, you don't need, that doesn't have kedushat shvi'it because it's also a sap. So, and a sap is not a pri. It come, it's not coming from a fruit, it's coming from the tree itself. So you see, ah, that seems to be that Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are saying the same thing. Just as Rabbi Yossi says, by Orla, the sap is not considered a pre, it's an Asur. So too, you find by Shvid, we see Rabbi Shimon says pretty much the same thing. That doesn't have Kedusha Shvid. So the Gemara says, you're setting out a sap for a problem now. It says, I'm Rabbi Zira, what are you doing? Come out of Tema Taman Halachik Rabbi Shimon, Ba'alachik Rabbi Yoshua. In other words, what are you doing? By trying to say that Rabbi Yossi is like Rabbi Shimon, you're trying to make it now that it's two against one. Who's the one in our Mishnah? There was a machloket between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yezer says, all sraf is us, or Rabbi Yeshua says not. By you trying to team up, if you like Rabbi Yeshua, along with Rabbi Shimon, you're trying to say halach is like Rabbi Yeshua in our Mishnah. But then what's the corollary then? You, are you also trying to say, if the halach is like Rabbi Yeshua, that means halach is like Rabbi Shimon, and halach is like Rabbi Shimon against the Chachamim, that doesn't make sense because it's Yachid against Rabbim. Meaning, you, you've tried to pair them together to, to, to determine what the halach is like in Orla. Okay? That Rabbi Yeshua has a chaver, if you like, to get, come against uh, Rabbi Eliezer. And therefore, the sap of a tree is not considered Asuba Orla. But that, what you're saying then, the sap is not a pre. And that's effectively saying that halach is like Rabbi Shimon by, against Chachamim in the case of Shvid. But that doesn't make sense because Yachid against Rabbim. So, in other words, that, what's what's happening with you, by you trying to align the two? What's the extension of that? And where it leads is incorrect. So, the response is as follows. In other words, do you really think the situation of Orla and Shvit are exactly the same? No. What's behind them is different. In other words, the reason why one's us are in one is not the same the reason why us is in the other. So, let's go through it. We say... 
so ketaf batil ed al yidei sarfo. So this is a funny expression here, but the um, Rebbe Chaim says the ilyan. He says the leinyan orla einu asa ela hapri vaasraf einu pri ela batel agava ilan. So ketaf batel al yidei sarfo means that by orla it's only considered part of the tree because what's asur on on orla is the pri itself. Okay, very uki ilan she'en bor orla. However, ilin, this is inserting a bit you don't have. It says, ilin ain't on bata agave sarfo. I continue with Reb Chaim. Avalin and Shvid, afilu ain't pri nami yesh, yesh kedusha. Then when it comes to Shemitah year, what is asu is far more broad than orla. Orla is specifically the pre. However, you find in Shvid, there's a much broader definition of what is has kedusha Shvid. As we see, for example, the Kimara continues now. Ochle behema kedusha Shvid chalalehem, ain't kedusha orla chalalehem. For example, animal. Um, food, right? If you've got animal, something is completely animal food, it's not considered pre for orla, it's not asur for orla. However, shvid, it does have kedusha shviz. In other words, I'll just read Reb Chaim, he says, um, nonetheless, the shvid, shmita, anything, it's the hana'a, I mean, the, the, the benefit you get from it is at the same time it's consumed, normally that's food, right? That excluded Wood, because wood, it's only a hana is after it's biur, after it's burned. That's when they, it gives out the heat, and that's when you're getting hana from it, right? So, but anything the hana to biur shave, we learned it back in Mesechta Shvit, Shvit Chalalav, like we learned back in Mesechta Shvit, Perikhet. Hilkach Sraf Nami Yesh Lokdusha, therefore Kdusha Shvit. So, Sraf in Shvit, since you've got the border definition, that's Kdusha Shvit. Despite that, the tree itself doesn't have it's not battle to the Ilan, like the case of Orla. Therefore, it's possible when Rabbi Yeshua says in our Mishnah that the Sraf is not Mishim Orla, he might nonetheless agree with the Chachamim in Schmidt in the case of Shvit that it would be Asur because Hanatol Biro Kechad. Okay? Um, uh, right, I just finished. Okay, so I'm a, um, so I'm a Rebun. Rebun says, I'll give you another proof. I'll give you another proof to say the Rebbe Yeshua and Rebbe Shimon aren't saying exactly the same opinion. In other words, it's not tied together 100%. Why? Because Rebbe Yeshua says, Shmua. If you remember, he said, Shamati. I heard that there's a difference between the weather, Sraf, Kampa, of the tree or the pre. Okay. How Rabbi Shimon says Bashem Garme in Bishmo, meaning his own name, he says Now, if it's really exactly the same halacha, meaning tied together, since Rabbi Shimon historically came after Rabbi Yoshua, he should have said also Shamati. Because Rabbi Yeshua said Shamati, and if they're saying exactly the same thing, Rabbi Shimon should have also said Shamati and not presented his own opinion. The fact that he presents his own opinion means it's a different dinage shvit than it is by Orla. Okay, let's continue. So now the question is, when we say the sraf of the pre is Asur, Mishum Orla, there's a really interesting question here. Lama, why is it Asur? Is it the sraf itself is a pre? Or the pagin is a pre, and the sraf that comes out of that is also because it comes from something that's got Isra Hana. Hear the difference? Now, there's a sraf that's coming out of this thing. If you go back to Rabbi Yeshua, says, Shemad Vershamayi Sraf, Valin was Sraf Aikarim, was Sraf a pagin, is also Mishum Shuhu pre. That's what Rabbi Yeshua says. Now, the question is, is it because the sraf itself is defined as a pre? 
And if it is, then it, independently it's asu. Or alternatively, you could say the pagim themselves are asu mishum isur hana'a. The sraf is not a pre, but because it, it comes from an isur hana'a, therefore it is asu. Okay, I'll just read a little Reb Chaim. Ela mishum da'orla asur bana'a, imishtamesh hu besrafa pagim, in other words, you're over being of an isoranaa from something that was asur isuman orla, not that it itself is asur and orla. That's the question. So now the question: What's an afkimina? So in tema sraf pre, if you say that the sraf itself is a pre, asa ken betruma. Let's say you got truma sraf from this thing and mixed it with other stuff. That would be asur. Change the word from Mutar to Asur. Because you're saying that that itself is pr- a pre, so that, therefore the Sraf itself would have it in a Truma. However, in Tame of Pagin pre, if you say the Pagin itself is a pre, and it's only it's only the reason why the Sraf is Asur, because you're deriving an Isra, it's an Isra Hana to get benefit from the pre, meaning the Sap is considered being getting Hana from the Pagin itself. In that case, Asar can but Truma Mutar. If you did that by Truma, it would be fine. Why? Lamashana Truma Mutar, because there's no Isra Hana that applies to Truma. However, there is a Hisura Naba Orla. Now, there's a very important Reb Chaim here. It's in brackets. He says, Nonetheless, despite the fact it's true, that even by Truma, there's a Hisura Naa Shel Kilui, meaning you're not allowed to eat Truma. For example, you're not allowed to burn it, because that's what's called Hanaa, that of Kilui, that you're destroying the Truma in the process. But here, the sap that's coming out of this Pagim, these immature uh, grapes, Grips, yeah, I think it is the the sap that comes out of it. That um, that's not hana. That's not hana me'atruma of kilui. Meaning hacha ain't lo hana me'atruma atzmo. The ain't a sraf truma because the sraf itself is not truma. Aval the orla orla is a different story. Shuhu isur hana'a, that itself is an isur hana'a, so therefore kol shabalo, any, any hana you're deriving from it, no matter what, is going to be aso. So that's the difference between that's in other words, that's enough gemina. Nafgamina is if you say that it's the it's the the pagin is a pre and the straf is just hana from it, it would be mutar in the case of orla, but sorry, it would asur in the orla, but mutar in truma. Next, ankuk. Um fine. This is the case of an ankuklot vechartsanim. So that the, the, the in the Mishnah we says that they are um we say ankuklot vachartsanim vazagim atemetchilahem. We say the asum ba all of our shayra vanazir mutabaravai. Okay. The question is, what are these? Ankuklot. So Rabbi Zira says, Anavim, these are great. That they they didn't become um that prior to dwelling the third, they got ruined. Okay. Even if they've already dwelt the third, so they're already defined as a pre-importantly for Trumasamas, right? If you remember. Nonetheless, still we say that would be patul from Ravai when they got spoiled. Now that is because it effectively loses its kedusha to revive because when it gets spoiled in that fashion. Zamra b'chia bar ada lashon notrikun. We can see the where do you get this lashon an an kuklot an kuklot. I think it is right. Um, it says who anavim says an is anavim delaki tlatin. So an kuklot is tlatin. So kilkul taf right. So that they got ruined uh, when they reached the third. Next, Rabbi Yossi Amar noti michur. If you recall, we talked about. That if you take a, a branch from an olive tree, you can plant it, but a nut from an olive tree, you won't be able to plant it because the tree itself is also banana. So I'm Rabbi Yochanan. What happens if someone nonetheless went, goes and plants it? Now we discussed the toss for the mission uh, when we discussed the mission, but so put that aside for the moment. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's motar. It's not a problem. Okay. 
I mean, Alpha Gav, even though we said you're not allowed to plant, Reb Chaim says, the important imavar v'natam mutar be fine. Why? Kevan Shah goes and if sad, since the nut itself will effectively disintegrate, spoil. The yotzen, that which grows out of it, is milta acheriti something else, therefore it will be mutar. However, avar v'hirkiv, if you've got the case of harkava, so you took the kafniot, which you're not allowed to do midrabanan, and you graft it, we say in that situation, if you nonetheless went ahead and grafted it, we say it's asu because of Mishum Gzeira, because of the Gzeira we described in the Mishnah. That was that branch of very, uh, like small, very, very, like very, very early stage development of these dates. Next. So the Gemara now says, if you've got a nut of Orla and you planted it, or you've got an egg from Avodazara, and that, we have to explain how that works, how to get an Avodazara egg, and it turned into an Efroach, and it hatched into a chick. So in other words, both of these things, there was something Asubana, and it turned into something else. have an argument. Kanamar that says it's mutarot, it's mutar. Chizkia says it's asura. So Kana says it's mutar. Why? Because it's now it's something else. It's changing to something else, like we've said, and therefore it doesn't. Therefore, you don't have the original isurana anymore. However, Chizkia says no. It's asur mishum. Because you're still getting anah from a vodazara or from a orla. Therefore, it's asur. Now, aldata de Chizkia. So according to Chizkiah, how is it possible you can have an egg itself that is Asu Bisham Avodazara? I don't understand. If you did actually a Maisa, which you need to make it Asu, so you cracked it, well, if you cracked it, you're going to get a chicken. It's not going to work. If you just simply if you simply brought it in as like Tikrovat Avodazara, and you do an Maisa to it, if you bowed to it, it wouldn't make it asur. If you bowed to this egg, it wouldn't make it asur. Because there's no mice, no mice has occurred. So clearly, if you just simply brought it in as tikrovet, it also wouldn't be asur. No mice, in that there's no substantial change to this egg. How do you actually ever get this egg that's avodazara? So I'm reviewing Avoye Dirav Matna. He says, Tiftar Begadar Ba Avodazara. That there was a, like some structure of avodazara. And what he did is he there was a, a hole in it, and he took this egg and put it inside the hole. Now we talked about the fact that eggs. Uh, do we talk about it? Uh, we talked about Masech the Kalim actually. The eggs themselves, constructually, if you put them up right, right, they can actually be structurally quite strong. You can support a bed with it as long as you put it the right way, right, round. Like they're, they're under pressure, they're quite strong if you in, in the vertical axis. Okay, so he used it as part of the building. So since he did a mesa, that's a bekatzasum b'shem manavadazara. Now interesting here. Um, it, uh, there's, what does Kahana say? So Kahana says, we explain Kahana of the according to Reb Chaim, says, no, even still, since it hatched into something else, therefore it's different. That's what he said. But however, what um, what the Marafulda says is that he says that Kahana holds that, no, putting it in a fence isn't Fisat Yad Gmura. It's not considered really um, a, sub- a substantive action to this egg such that it will make it uh, you didn't smash it, so therefore it's not a Vazar, which is interesting. You'll see why this is important soon. So let's continue. What about Hektesh? What about we've got a, a, a egg of Hektesh that turned into a chick? And we also pligi bakahana, Rabbi Yochanan. Kan Rabbi Yochanan, but the cholek. Tanama, that it's Asu. Rabbi Yochanan says it's Mutar. So again, Rabbi Yochanan says, well, it's changed to something else as Mutar. And Kana says it's Asu. Now, just be aware, because in the previous case, Babadozara, Kana says it's Mutar. Whereas, 
Hiya kind of says it's Asura by Hektesh. So we're going to have to deal with that in a minute. But let's continue. So Amar is zero level Yossi. Ha Reb Yochanan. That the Shit Reb Yochanan is what Amar Muteret. Af hu podeota bezmanzara. In other words, when Reb Yochanan says it's Muta, Muta, the chick that hatches, it's not that it doesn't need any redemption. It's like Chulin Legamri. No, all he means is you do still have to redeem it. But what? But you don't have to do the full value of the chick. It's a, it's, you simply have to redeem the value of, that it was when it was little uh, small egg. So a reduced value. Interesting. Rav Chinin, Rav Yonah, Rav Yazav says, B'Shem Chana, Podeota, B'Shem Zarah. The Rav also seems to say, that they seem to say, the Chana says the same thing. So if they're both saying, if they're redeemed, but you redeem it at the lower value, what's the Machloket about? So no, Rav Chinin, B'Shem, Rav Pinchas, is Metaknata. He fixes it as follows. Now the Chana, Ma'asur, Upuroda, Kemochihi, the Chana says, you have to redeem it at its value as a chick right now. However, the Rav Yochanan says, Omer, Muterot, Podeota, B'Shem Zarah. That uh, Rabbi Yochanan says that no, it's muteret, and you have to put it at bezman meaning that you can use the earlier price. So, in other words, how do we resolve? Now, I asked, sort of asked a question. I want to address it now. Is that how is it that we uh, the Rabbi Kahana says by by hektesh the chick that hatches is us, or by avodazar it's muta? Now, according to Mar- Marafulda's explanations, it's simple. Why Marafulda says is that he he doesn't believe you can ever get an egg to become ashum asum mishum avodazara. Okay, that's one way out of it. However, according to the way they explained, like Reb Chaim, Reb Chaim says, no, the reason why he says it's Mutabah Vodazar, because that which hatches is something completely different. So why don't we say same thing by Hekdesh, by according, to, uh, according to Kana? So, so the Chazonish says it's different. He says, when it hatches, is it, by Hekdesh, it's still the property of Hekdesh. Unlike Avodazar, we don't say what hatches is still the property of Avodazar. No, it's a whole new thing. That's why when it hatches, it's a whole new thing. But when this egg hatched, it's not like suddenly the ownership changes. No, it's still the property of Hekdesh. That's why Kana says, since it's still the property of Hekdesh, he says in the case of Hekdesh, no, it needs to have, uh, it would still be us or it needs to be a full redemption. Okay, with that we say, Okay, next Mishnah. So when it comes to all these things that effectively truma, so truma gadola, truma maiser, uh, also tr- tr- also maiser of demai as well. So truma maiser meaning that's the that's the tenth you take from the first maiser, and also of demai because demai you have to worry about truma gadola, you have to worry about truma maiser of demai. Similarly, hachala, which is also truma like treated like treated like truma, and bukurim as well. We said it's also treated like chal, uh, as as truma. All these things you need a hundred one to battle it, and when you do. Firstly, mitzdarfim zemzeh. So if you've got chala mixed with truma all mixed into chulin, you need a hundred times both of them to effectively battle it. And if it is battled tzirich laharim, you still have to take out some and give it to a coin as a replacement. We discussed this back in Masech to truma, and that is because despite the fact the isra is battled, it's still the property of a coin, and mammon is not battled. You still have to give the coin something. Next, ha'orla bekile kerem, what about these two prohibitions? Orla and Kilakarim, Orla, subject of Masech and Kilakarim, we discussed in the past. So Kilaim and Akarim. Those are both Asur. And we've got a double amount of Isur. We discussed why in the past that you need 200 times it, to battle it. And with Starfim, similarly, they're with Starfim Zemz. So we've got Orla and Kilakarim mixed together. You need 200 times both of it to battle it. Vain Sarich Larim, but you don't need to, you don't need to, like, if it's battle, you don't need to take anything out because there's no Mammon element associated with it. Okay. However, Rabbi Shimon says, Enu mitzdarfim, they don't combine, because he says, Isurim enu mitzdarf, the two different Isurim can't mitzdarfim with one another. Okay, Rabbi Lezor Omer, mitzdarfim no ten tam avalotlo leesor. So meaning, if it's mimbemino, then the mitzdarf, right? 
So it means she'enu bimno. Mitzrayim from one ten time means she'enu bimno. It's 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 mitzdaref part of flavor. Ava alole esor meaning min bimino. Okay, um, we'll discuss that. Uh, I just so so in other words, you see, there's like a three way machloket. Because the Kama says it, it combines in all situations, Rabbi Shimon says it doesn't combine in any situation. Rabbi Yosef says, look at Mitzdarif only in the case where it is min bishayin mino. Okay. In other words, when the question is, you've got grapes from kile kerem and orla mixed in some of the cooked food, does it impart a flavor? Then Mitzdarif. Okay. Next, let's learn the Gemara. Hatruma vatrumat meisa. So we say lemin nitzrecha. Why does the mission need to teach us in the beginning that truma and trumat meisa and those things do combine? And that's clearly the Rabbi Shimon. Because Rabbi Shimon said, when it comes to other Isurim, Isurim like Kile Kerem and Orla, that they don't combine. Now, the question is, why then does he agree with Truma, Truma, Maisa, Bikurim, and Chala, all these things they can combine? So the Gemara answers, Alpagab, the Rabbi Shimon says, mitzdarfim, despite the fact that normally two different Isurim cannot combine, according to Rabbi Shimon, however, all these things, since the Torah refers to Bikurim and Chala as Truma, therefore they combine together. Now, but one second, Amish, we also mentioned Trumat Maiser of the Mai. Now, Trumat Maiser of the Mai is a Churma de Rabbanan. Okay? It's Mishat, Mishum Safek. So, why is it that who's the Tana that says, we're Machmin by Trumat Maiser of the Mai, that we nonetheless require a hundred times to battle it? And that must be Rebbe Meir. Why the Rebbe Meir Machmin be Divrahem Kedivrei Torah? That we find the Rebbe Meir is Machmir by Dine de Rabbanan, like Divrei Torah. Where do you see? Can you show me an example where the mayor is machmir mid rabbanan like the bar Torah? So that which we learned in another Mishnah says So if a woman sees a blood stain, it mekukelat means she has to be choshesh that she's tame, and therefore, depending on um, all the, it, it seems to be lemafresh, it's be choshesh is already tamea, tamenida. So already backwards, she has to be choshesh. Exactly how that works, we'll see in Mesech the Nida. But also importantly, b'choshesh means zov. Now, there's a difference in Nida and Azav. And Nida is a woman who sees dumb during the normal time. And one sighting makes her tmea. She has to wait seven days and she'll be on Torah, even if she's bleeding the whole time, as long as she stops bleeding by the time the seven days are over. If, however, she sees it in the next 11-day period, dumb three days in a row, then she makes her a zava. She has to, she has to keep shiva nikiyim. She has to seven clean days in all the come Torah. Okay, that's very, like, in a nutshell difference. Uh, um, however, what he's saying that a, that according to Rabbi Meir, even a ketan, which is a dindurabanan, she has to be choshesh keshel Torah that she may become a zava. Okay. Now it's important to understand that a ketan is derabanan. Why? Because Rabbi Chaim says she'ena ishat mea dibrei Torah elam barkeshet shiatzad magufa. The din Torah, a woman is only a nida if she she has a sensation that she's blood is she's she's um blood's coming out of her. However, Gazro Chachamim al Ketamim, the Chachamim made Exer by Ketamim. The Svirle de Chachamim, the Loich Mir Bekatim Mishum Zov. The Chachamim says, Vezava, we're not Koishesh. However, the Shamat Mihad, the Rebbe, Remir, Hich Miru Bedivrahim, we say that Rebbe was Machmir, to be Koishesh Mishum Zav, by this Dindra Banan of Ketamim. So you can understand that Rebbe, Rebbe Mir is also Machmir in our Mishnah. Okay. So I'm Rebbe Hina, I did send you some, you know, did that already? Why didn't the Mishnah say Chalat Demai? Now, this might be a bit sensitive because we saw the discussion by Chalat Demai in the past, back in Mesech the Chalat. Rav Chaim is going to address that in a moment. But meaning, if you bought dough from an Ama Aretz, why didn't it also mention you have to mafrish Chalat Demai? So, Kamadatanina, just as it said, you might think because it says Chalat doesn't have to teach us Chalat Demai, but one second, Vatanin Trumavat Trumat Maiso Shudamai. But, and it doesn't give you an answer. 
Meaning, if you're saying truma ma'is of demai, truma said chala demai as well. Don't say because it's satisfied by saying chala can assume chala demai because it doesn't do that by truma. It says truma and truma ma'is of demai. Now, Reb Chaim points out that um, oh, let's assume a little bit more. Um, so Rabbi Chanania b'shem Shmuel says demai tzarich chala, meaning I get dough from my aretz after Rav Rasha. Now this is important. I'll read Reb Chaim now because we saw this was this was a debated. So so in other words, not to my suffix, but rather really I bought dough from Manama Aretz and I have to separate Chalami Suffolk. Why? So too they made a Xera of dough bought from Manama Aretz. However, if you remember, we learned, so there was actually a Machloket, Pligi Babi Roshami. Rabbi Gamli and Chachami was a Machloket there with one opinion saying no, that they're not, we're not concerned since Chala is like Chama it's like Truma Gadola, wouldn't have to be concerned. So that was a debate. Here it seemed like Stam, like one of the Shittot, that you would have to be concerned. Let's do a little bit more. Amalei Ravchia Baraluliva, Notel Hudamav Minashevet. When he gives a Chala Demai, he can be paid for it. Okay? Um, so Amalei, Ken Amashmol, Shuhu Notel Dama Minashevet. Meaning, since it's Misafek, he's simply giving it to him. So Mina Isra has to give it to it, but the financial part, so he can actually ask the coin to pay him for that dough. So however, Ramana Bashem Rebiosi says, no, let's just finish with this point. You don't, you can't get paid for that. Why? Because tomorrow, what's he going to do? He's going to bring real chala and say to the coin, oh, this is also Demai. Kedeli told me, men dami in order to get paid. So in other words, we stamp at the practice of saying, or oh, Demai get paid for it, because people just simply say every time they have to give Chala to a coin, oh, this is also Demai, give me, a, you know, give me five shekel for it. Okay? So that's why Chala Demai, you, you cannot claim money for it. Okay, that's a shirt. Uh, have a good Shabbos, everyone. Good Shabbos. Thank you.